This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson on a Red Friday, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. When you woke up, good afternoon. Good afternoon. When you woke up this morning, did you take a deep breath, smell the fall air, Get a little chill it running was cool up your this arm. Morning. I see that you've gone to the pants today. I did go to the was pants. Was that your first choice? Was it my first choice? Did you put on your pants first or did you wear shorts? No. Walk outside and go. No, I Burr. No, because it was cool last night and I just figured I was gonna be busy today and didn't know if I was gonna have time to run home and change in the long pants tonight, so I just wore long pants from the start. I'm proud of you. I have more I haven't worn long pants since like May. Since like KCAC Media Day. Yeah. You wore pants yeah, that I did day. Wear, I did wear pants that day. Steve, did you get to watch some Thursday night football last night? I watched some and it was such a, I watched for about a half and it was such a bad game that I just said, eh, turned it off. Well, the Panthers and Cam Newton looked pretty bad. They didn't win. Jameis Winston, my guy, Famous found Jameis. a way to win. Famous Jameis. I was kind of expecting you to come in looking like Cam Newton this morning. Are you familiar with what he wore to his post-game press I conference? I I don't know if he wore this into the stadium, but he wore it out. Are you familiar with Thelma and Louise? Are you familiar God, with what that is? I just remember the when movie. They, they went off the cliff together. And, and, and they wore like those scarves okay. around their head. Okay. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? No, not really. Well, this is what Cam Newton looked like. What at his post-game press conference. That is pitiful. That's a pitiful <laughs> Well, uh, if, if you're is winning... Some kind, is that some kind of fashion statement? I think he's making it one. Well, if a you're joke. a winner, I think you can wear whatever you want. He used, winning to, wear, Cam he used Newton. to wear the nice-looking fedoras. And yeah. Things. That's a bad look. He, had. he also wore a romp him. Are you familiar with that? I don't know. Do you know what a romper is? I don't know. A romper is kind of like a, a woman's outfit that is not necessarily a jumpsuit. It might be like some shorts, but are also connected to a shirt. But it's all one, like it zips up in the back. Okay. But for a man, it's a romp him. You know, romp her, romp him. He'd wear those. It was kind of an interesting look. But when you can't complete a pass, you can't wear that to a post-game press conference. He's got a a bad shoulder. He's slow. I mean, he is so beat up. I mean, he's had what? He He can't throw. He had three months to get kind of back in one piece. Do you remember three or four years ago, Steve, 
when we would look at the NFC South and say, man, they just have elite quarterback play. Right. They have Jameis Winston. He's elite. They have Cam Newton. The guy should have won the MVP. Oh, man, Matt Ryan, elite. Drew Brees, elite. Drew Brees is elite. I, I, I don't know. I think that their record being as bad as it's been the last couple of years maybe tells me that he's not quite as good. That they've been kind of a disappointment. I just think, but I think the he, NFC South has fallen off the face of the earth. Besides I, the Saints, yeah, because Atlanta really looked bad their first game, and uh, the Saints are gonna Saints should breeze in that division. Nice job with the wordplay there, Steve. What's that? You said the Saints should breeze in, oh. that, in that division. <laughs> okay, I guess I, you're not you're not even clever enough to know you did it. Well, I. I guess not. Steve, we have a busy show. Sure. Number one, we've got some fearless forecaster predictions to get out here. Okay. Because we have college football tonight. That's right. The Kansas Jayhawks well, play tonight. There's one college team playing tonight, Boston College. I'm not sure what you call KU. Ooh, shots have been fired. So we have fearless forecaster predictions. We go through AVCTL Division Three. We go through the KCAC. The Mac College Bulldogs are going to be at home on Saturday night. The McPherson I Bullpups will be at home tonight. We're feeling good, Steve. It's a busy weekend. We have the Chiefs playing yeah. at, the, at the hole. Yeah. We won't say the black hole. It's just the hole. Yeah. Out in Oakland. It is a hole. I saw somebody earlier today. Must have been a confident Raiders fan after their big win over the very impressive Denver Broncos. And they said, Raiders are winning two against the Chiefs this year. In what world do you think that can happen, it, Steve? Somebody is on. Mahomes is hurt. Watkins is hurt. Somebody is on crack. <laughs> I'm sorry. They got to be on crack. Steve, are you excited for another weekend of football, or oh, is yeah. it kind of well? I'm I'm tampered I'm more, off. I'm more excited this weekend because we're home twice. Ooh, that's true. Bull pups are home tonight. Bulldogs tomorrow night. And uh, real curious to see how the Bulldogs bounce back. I worry about the hangover effect. I talked to Coach Fiscus about it. If you go to midkansasonline.com, I got my pre-seed up on the Max Sterling game. They came oh so close to knocking off a nationally ranked team, and sometimes when that happens, the next week you come out kind of flat. But this is their conference opener. That's right. So they're 0-0 zero zero, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. So be interesting game. Bullpups game tonight, very excited for. I, just, I got a feeling we're going to see big improvement from week one to week two. Going to have the magazines out there. That's right. Yeah. So pick up your magazine out there at the game. I want them all gone. And don't leave it in the stands. And, and young, yeah, don't leave it. Young Carter Spotted Elk's going to be, oh, he'll be, handing, passing he'll them be out. handing out magazines. Carter's the man. And, you know, make, and they're free. That's the best thing. They're free. Doesn't cost you anything. That's so, right. So because of our great sponsors. So anyway, uh, we'll have those. There's still some at the office. We've had a ton of people come in. All the area schools have their copies now. Billy Nelson up at Smoky Valley said, hey, we'll get them to our people. And Canton Galva, I mean, with Landon Everett on the cover, you know they had to be snapped up over there at Canton Galva. But if you haven't picked one up, we still have some at the office. Not very many, but uh, whatever I don't – if we don't get rid of them all tonight, I'll bring some back to the office. But generally, the home opener with about 2,000 people there, we generally uh, get rid of most of them. Steve, you want to talk about – the two local college teams playing this weekend, KU, K-State. Sure. KU at Boston College tonight. Ooh. I want to get your realistic expectation at 6.30 on the ACC network, your realistic expectation of what you think is a best-case scenario and what you think is a worst-case scenario for the Jayhawks tonight. 
Best case scenario is... Realistic. Realistic. It's still a game in the third quarter. You don't think they have any chance of winning? Zero. I know that they Less are 21-point underdogs, take but, the, but but you don't take put, Boston College. You don't give them one sliver of chance? Nary a scintilla. Okay. And 21 points, take the points, take a... Or a Take Boston College and give the points because Boston College will cover that like a blanket. How about the over-under of 51? 51, let's see. uh, I would take the over. Ooh. I really would. Life's too short to bet the under, Steve. Yeah. That's what some people say. I'd take the over. Okay, so what about a worst-case scenario for the Jayhawks? Worst-case scenario, it's 28-0 after the first quarter, and Carter Stanley's already got two interceptions and a fumble. Okay. Because I'm not. What about a final score as a worst case scenario? Worst case scenario? Yeah. 61 to 7. Ooh. So you think it could legitimately be that bad? They beat Virginia Tech. So. Fairly easily. Fairly easily. But remember Ryan Willis, former KU. For, former Jayhawk. Yeah, former Jayhawk quarterback for Virginia Tech, and he couldn't win with the Jayhawks. So. What would be one thing after watching the Jayhawks? I guess you won't be able to watch them tonight, but what would be one thing. That you could take away and go, all right, I feel optimistic going into Big 12 play with this team. If they can run the football for 200 yards, because they, okay. are, they are a ground Puka. based. Yeah, Puka. They are a ground based team. Puka had 99 <laughs> yards his first game. Herbert had like last week, I think he was like 81. So they need to ball control, you know, keep the ball away. But boy, I've been reading their offensive line has just been getting roasted on social media because Les Miles, time and again in the preseason, our offensive line could be the strength of our team. Well, they couldn't block my sister right now. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Susie Sell Susie, is, is whipping Susie, around at Susie DM. Susie Sell Muir, uh, even with her two rebuilt knees, I think she could probably get a sack. <laughs> All right, Steve, how about our friends down the road in Manhattan? Oh, this is the game I'm really I want to hear first – where you think this K-State team stacks up compared to the rest of the Big 12. And then I want to get your expectations, realistic expectations for best and worst case scenario. Right now, I think K-State has a chance to be as high as fourth. Okay. Because I'm not sold on Iowa State. Then you got And they have a huge home game this got, weekend. You got a bunch of teams right there. You got like Baylor, Texas Tech, TCU. I'm not high on TCU. I think they all. play Purdue this weekend. Yeah. Alex Delton is the starting quarterback at TCU. That's right. So, former K-State quarterback. But I really think there's – I think from four to nine, those teams on any given week can beat the other. You don't think the 10th team can do much damage? KU KU couldn't win the KCAC probably. I bet they could, but – Well, not with Johnny Foto. I think think they would struggle there. Yeah. All right, Steve. So, Mississippi State in Starkville. A rowdy atmosphere. They call it Stark Vegas. They've got the cowbells going. They've actually done a ton of work on the stadium, similar to what K-State has done. They have filled everything in, and it is going to be a rocking atmosphere in Starkville for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Give me a best-case scenario for K-State realistically. Best-case scenario? Yeah. They run for 300 yards. Okay, but They can win the game. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm yeah, so meaning. I'm picking them to win the game. You're picking them to win. I am. In Starkville. I am. Against another one of those teams in the SEC West. And remember, they went to Manhattan last year, and the score wasn't just, like, awful 
last year. But they had some guys that went to the NFL. Uh, but Mississippi State was clearly superior. They had some dudes, though, last year. So you think within this year, and with Chris Kleiman coming in, that it has gone from being clearly inferior to Mississippi State to going and winning at their place? I think it can happen. Okay, well, how about a worst-case scenario? Worst-case scenario is that K-State can't run the ball and Thompson has to be thrown or forced to pass the ball. I think he's a decent passer, but I don't know about their receivers. I, I It's kind of hard to say because they have run the ball for over 350 yards a game. Okay, so we will go through your final score prediction a little bit later, Steve. Right. But you feel confident about the Purple people. I do. I really do. I just – I don't know if I've gotten a false sense of security from the – I know these first two teams are not good, but they have executed so well. And I'm just a big Chris Kleiman believer. I, I believe in the guy. I am too. I, I look at this K-State team, and this will be the game that tells me the most about them. I think I learned in the first two games that this is not going to be a ninth-place team, which going into the oh, year – no way. No I kind of thought they could hover at nine or eight. West Virginia and KU to me, but really I didn't realize like how bad West Virginia West was Virginia's going to be. Bad. Yeah, they're bad. I, I didn't realize that they were not going to be good, but I still see this team more as sixth or fifth yeah. than I do fourth. Yeah, I still see it more in that range. Everything would have to go right for them to get fourth. Right, but I look at this team and I go, okay, so they they are a legit contender for that upper half where. Two weeks ago, I don't know if I thought that. And this weekend is going to tell me whether I think this K-State team in the next two years, next three years, is going to have a chance to be a top three team in the Big 12 again. I think if we see immediately that they can go to Starkville, Mississippi, and beat the Bulldogs, or at least be right there with them, then I think we go, all right, this team's got it figured out. The formula is there. Keep bringing these Kansas guys in like Cody Stuffelbean. Yeah. And then you've got a chance. Yeah. But I just love the way they run the football. They've got a good offensive line. They've got a plethora of running backs. I mean, they are, they got all these grad transfers. They may end up being like grad transfer you, like OU is for football or quarterbacks. That's right. All right, Steve. So we'll go through our final predictions. Okay. But you're thinking best case scenario for K State, they win. Best case scenario for KU, they lose by like fourteen. Worst case scenario for or K- best case. Best case scenario, yeah. If they, if they, uh, well, if they cover, if they, if they play twenty or closer, they, then, then you're thinking that's best case scenario. That is a best case scenario, yeah. We'll see what the Mad Hatter has up his sleeve. I don't know if the Mad Hatter. Well, I, I know it works in the southeast, eating grass and doing all that. I don't know how well, it works in the northeast. I don't think he realized just how. Poor of a recruiter David Beatty was until he saw this team on the field. <laughs> there are a lot of faults with David Beatty yeah. that I don't like to be the I told you so guy, but that guy never had a chance. He never had a chance. Not and for I one second. It, and I said at the time of his hiring, I said, this is a money grab because they weren't having to pay him a whole lot of money. He was like, God, he was so far behind when he first got there on the salary. And then, you know, he won a couple games and they thought, oh, we better – Give him an extra year. What a mistake that was. My gosh. I tell you, they bungled up. Well, it's ever since Mark Mangino got ousted, they have just bungled up every single. Nice job, Shane Zinger. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, would you like to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs going to Oakland this weekend? Sure. Let's do it. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. 
You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, I know you're bummed about Eddie Money. Eddie. He passed away today. The moneymaker. I think it said he was 70 70, years old. 70, yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Two tickets to paradise. I liked Eddie Money. Baby, hold on to me. I liked Eddie Money. Take me home tonight. He was, uh, that was when I was in high school. Yeah, it's good stuff, Steve. Yeah, good stuff. He sang the national anthem at a KU Missouri basketball game one time at Allen Fieldhouse. Saw a video of that today. Really? All over it. Okay. Steve, we don't have a ton of time to talk about the Chiefs because we do have to get into our fearless forecaster. We did our bullpup football preview yesterday, right. so we might address it, of course, a little bit here. But if you need to go back and get the full detailed report, you can go to yesterday's show on our podcast page at midkansasonline.com. Not quite. SoundCloud.com slash KBBE Sports. There you go, Steve. You yeah, got it. You no go. doubt. I could hear Casey chuckling out. There. That's right. Chiefs nine and a half point favorites in Oakland on Sunday afternoon. I picked them by eleven. Okay. Well, well, I, did you, did you throw out an actual game no, but score? No, I, but I did. I did on my uh, selling sports today. Okay. So what are you thinking for Sunday for this Chiefs team, which offensively appears to be rolling and defensively appears to be in about the same spot? I just think every game is going to be a shootout. They're not going to. They're not going to bury anybody just because their defense is so bad. So they're going. That's why Mahomes is going to have such great numbers. He's going to have to play the whole game every game because they're just not going to stop people. One thing I realized this weekend, Steve, is that it's the perfect equation for this Chiefs team because offensively, they're going to score. Yeah, they're going to score a ton of points. Right. And in terms of the percentage of drives that they're going to score on, it's going to be high. So, what that means as a defense, you force a turnover or two, you come up with stops for field goals instead of touchdowns, then you can win. Right. Where, as long as you don't give up really, really big plays because of the secondary's poor defensive skills. Boy, that's but a- think about this, Steve. If the opponent could just get down to about the red zone, get to the 10, defensively on the front seven or whatever, yeah, front seven, it would be for this Chiefs team, they're good enough to come up with stops at the goal line. Right. So, all you have to do is, instead of give up six, give up three. Make them kick off the dirt. Oh, yeah, did you see that the Chiefs were practicing on the Kauffman Stadium dirt this week? Yeah, they have to. That's the stupidest it thing is. in the entire world. They but should, they should be fine. all this defense does is have to give up three instead of six. They give up three. On every drive of the game, I think I'm taking the Chiefs. If you tell me that on every drive they'll give up just a field goal, well, I'm taking the Chiefs. Oakland's defense actually looked pretty good, but they were going up against Joe Flacco. That's true. So Maybe talking, the worst quarterback in the you're NFL. the polar opposite of Patrick Mahomes. Maybe the worst quarterback in the NFL. Maybe the worst offense in the NFL. Could be. I think Oakland will look more like Oakland this weekend. I think they'll run the ball really well. I think this Johnny Jacobs or 
Josh Jacobs, I think it is. Maybe. Out of Alabama? Yeah, Jacobs. Let's just say Jacobs because I can't remember his first name. I think he's going to go over 100 yards. I think he's exciting running back. And, again, the Chiefs just – they're just very porous on defense. We'll see. I think they'll be 2-0. and Okay. Well, I do too. I think they're going to win the game. Give me the Chiefs in a lot of points. I, I, think, I think they'll win by 20. I had, I had it being 11. All right, Steve. Our final break's coming up next. Fearless Forecaster has sent in his picks. And we'll see if he can be a little better than he was last week well, because you whoop, saw it was not good. You saw my story about him today. It was not good. Or yesterday. Nineteen and six yeah. last week. Yeah, and pitiful. It it blew up on Twitter that it's time for him to go. That's right. Yeah. All right, Steve. One more break. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Is fearless forecaster time on a Friday, Steve. We're ready for the weekend. We're ready for a busy weekend of football. We have all of Fearless's picks. He didn't do very well last week. Stink. Almost almost embarrassing how bad it was. 19-6. Oh, it's terrible. It is terrible. But where That's would you, 76%. Where would you like to start this week? Tell me where you want to start and we'll division start there. Three. Let's start in ABCTL Division 3. First, uh, and it's all AVCTL Division Three matchups so three this games. week. Three games. So we will feature number one, the Augusta Orioles, who lost to Andover Central last week. They are 0-1. They are taking on the Circle T-Birds, and they lost to Chanute 24-0 last week. One of these teams picks up a win. Steve Sell, who is it? It's going to be Augusta, and it's not going to be an offensive showcase. Uh, I've been, I was reading up on Augusta uh, in the uh, – preview the magazine that we got kansas pregame magazine yeah they got a lot of starters to replace and but circle was just really bad last year so augusta 20 circle six how about the bueller crusaders who are one to know after a win over newton taking on the el dorado wildcats who are also one to know after an 18 16 heart heart exciting heartbreaking game for the independence bulldogs yeah. but a, but a thrilling win for el dorado well and i think el dorado's in big trouble i'm i'm telling you Bueller is better than people think this year. 42-7, to Bueller. El Dorado barely beat Indy last week. Indy, I don't know why they didn't kick a field goal. They're down on the one. They kick a field goal, they win the game. Their field goal kicker had just kicked one from 35 yards. So, Interesting. Yeah, bad play. McPherson area team starting off with the Kenton Galva Eagles going on the road to take on Chase County after their big 70-23 win last week. 64-20, to this is going to... Actually, it should be 65-20 because the point rule is going to come into play. Ooh. This game is going to end late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Little River, who was on the losing end against Kenton Galva last week, they will be at home to take on Peabody. Well, you can't judge Little River on what it did last week. I still think there's the pieces there. They've got some good skill people. Little River 28, Peabody 22. Also in eight-man division one, Mound Ridge on the road at Bennington. Both of those teams 1-0 after the Wildcats beat Gossel 18-12 last week. Too much Javon Allen. He, we saw him at the state track meet for Bennington. He can really fly. 26-12, Bennington. In class 1A, the Inman Teutons, who lost to Belle Plaine last week, 
taking on Trinity Catholic. Are you giving the Teutons the win this week? Uh, unfortunately, no. And and I know my main man, Keith Newfell, he'll be unhappy. But Inman offense is going to struggle with that. Trinity's got a really good defense. They held Marion to a single score. It's going to be 21-6 Trinity. The Smoky Valley Vikes, after losing to Larned last week, they will be at home to take on the Haven Wildcats, who are 1-0. Well, this was a really tough one. So Fearless told me he called the Duck. Our buddy, the Duck, friend of the show. That's right. And Duck says, hey, Vikings were better than the score indicated last week, so we're going to ride the Duck 16-7 to and the Vikings. Heston Swathers, they're at home to take on Larned, who beat Smoky Valley last week. Hills, they, Heston beat Hillsboro 43-14 last week. Are you going with the fighting Tyson Bowerleys? Sure, sure am. And the thing is, uh, talk to uh, Billy Nelson up at uh, Smoky Valley when I was delivering magazines and he said they've got Larned's got some tremendous skill players, and uh, he says there'll be a handful. But Heston thirty six, Larned thirty four, the team with the ball last wins. KCAC games, Kansas Wesleyan taking on Friends. Last year I think it was eighty three to nothing. Coyotes, do the Friends Falcons keep it a little closer? Yeah, fifty nine seventeen. If you want to call that closer. Okay, it's closer than eighty three to nothing. Okay. How about Tabor and Southwestern? That might be one of the best games of the weekend. Yeah, it's probably the best game of the night. Tabor 34, Southwestern 27. Southwestern really trying to get it figured out. They were picked, I think, fourth in the preseason, but this would be 0-3 if they lose this one. Avila Eagles taking on the Bethel Threshers. Avila lost to Sterling, who the Bulldogs will be seeing this weekend, while Bethel beat Bethany. Well, Avila, maybe I'm overrating Avila, and I think Bethel is going to be better than people think, but... It's tough to go. I think Avila's just got too much talent in the skill positions, 35-31. The Bethany Swedes, I believe they will be back at home to take on the St. Mary Spires. St. Mary, a team that is struggling. Bethany, a team that is struggling. Are you taking the Swedes? Unfortunately, no. St. Mary, 21. Bethany, 14. Uh, Demontre Wilson, 250-pound running back. He could have a big day against the Swedes. The Mac College Bulldogs taking on Sterling at home. The Bulldogs were so close last week against Langston. Do they win their home opener against the Warriors? Well, you can't accuse Fearless of being a homer because he's going Sterling 31, Mac College 27. I just think there's going to be a little bit of a letdown factor from last week. I, I just I just feel it. Uh, the Bulldogs did a lot of things really right in the second half of that game last week, but Sterling's got too much speed, just too much speed in the skill positions. Quickly, Steve, Big 12 games. TCU taking on Purdue. Like Purdue. It's on the TCU on the road. Purdue 30, TCU 24. Texas Tech going to take on a Pac-12 team. They will play Arizona. Are you taking the Red Raiders? Nope. Arizona 45, Texas Tech 42. They always struggle in the desert. Oklahoma taking on the bad UCLA Bruins, coached by Chip Kelly. 63-14, and that may be generous. Texas taking on former Southwest Conference rival Rice. Uh, Texas is going to be really upset from last week. They win 43-17. Oklahoma State taking on Tulsa. Uh... Battle of Oklahoma teams, Oklahoma State 42, Tulsa 14. The Hurricanes just aren't very good. College game day, Iowa State hosting in Ames, taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Well, at Iowa 27, Iowa State 24, I got a feeling that's a bad pick. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I, I would go the other way. Fearless, though, went with Iowa. I think Iowa State's actually going to win that game. Eli will be happy you said that. Yeah. K-State going to Stark Vegas. 28-24, Wildcats, and this is going to prove that they are for real. KU tonight against Boston College. Well, 49-7 is what Fearless picked. That may be the halftime score. Ooh. All right, Steve, our final prediction from Fearless Forecaster. 
The Bullpups at home, week number two, taking on the Winfield Vikings. It was 47-7 last year. How does Fearless see it going tonight at McPherson Stadium? Well, Winfield still doesn't have enough offense to really do much against this Bullpup defense. They're going to have to do it through the air. I just don't think teams are going to run on the Bullpups all year. Still not sold on the offense yet because I worry about the passing game. With Fearless so worries. That's right. Fearless says they got so many young receivers, but maybe they have a breakout game. But uh, he is going to go 28-7 Bullpups over Winfield. There we go. Pre-game starts at 6 o'clock. McPherson Stadium. Steve Sell, we're excited. Bullpups and Winfield. Very then we've exciting. got the Bulldogs and the Warriors tomorrow night. On the website, Mac College website. And remember that we will have our high school coaches show tomorrow morning as well. That's right. 8 o'clock. So be tuning in. Big weekend coming up. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll see you tonight at McPherson Stadium. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I guess it's-